already. Amen. 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 With two or three together, we're good to go. All right. Okay, we're going to just um, really just give a summary today of, of the messages that we've been given on the giftedness of the church, the gifts that God has given to the church as we kind of bring this to a close. Um, as you know, this is part of the church series that we started uh, a while back now. And as we are coming to really, uh, really to close that entire series out, um, after next week, by God's grace, we're going to look at the mission of the church. The mission of the church. We talked about the church itself. We talked about the gifts. We're going to talk about the mission of the church uh, during the month of February. And then we're going to go into just an, another whole new series, um, Walking Through the Gospel of Mark, which we're excited about that. So Amen. today, as we kind of just wrap up the gifts and what we've been putting in front of you as laid out in God's word, the importance of this, um, let's ask God's blessing. Father, we pray for your grace. Yes, oh God. As we, Lord, just endeavor to live our lives in line with your scripture. And particularly, Father, when it comes to understanding the gifts, understanding your design, why you gave gifts, and Father, just our our responsibility before you, really, to use these gifts for your glory, to really manifest again your love, the love of Christ among us. So we pray again that your word would just work in all of our hearts, open up our eyes, God, give us understanding. We don't want to leave here today with just more knowledge, for knowledge's sake. Yes, oh God. God, we want to apply the truth of your word to our lives. So change our thinking now, Lord, that our lives would just fall in step with your word. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So as we've been talking about the gifts, remember, uh, we've been saying that this is God's idea, right? This idea of the gifts is rooted in the fact that God has established the church. God's idea was for God's people to come together regularly and to use the gifts that he gave that we might build and edify one another up. It's not complicated. Amen. Church is not complicated. Okay? And so as we gather together, God desires for us to use those gifts. There's a purpose. We talked about that the gifts are not something that we are to compare one with the other. And a lot of times, I think that happens in churches where we're looking at what giftedness that person has. And I don't have that giftedness. And all of a sudden, we start putting people on different levels. That's not how God intended it. Amen. We looked at the passage where it talked about that we are one. One body, many different parts, right? So we're not to have this inflated view of ourselves. We're not to be intoxicated with our gifts. 
Because the gift is given for the body. Amen. Let's take a look at Romans 12. Some of these passages we, we looked at a while ago, but just as we bring, bring this to a close, Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 5. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ. Amen? Amen. And individually members one of another. So what does Paul say here? Our connection to one another is based and rooted in what? Our connection with Jesus Christ. Church coming together, using our giftedness, it's the only reason we have the ability to do that. The only reason that that even makes sense is because it's rooted in Christ. We are in Christ as believers. And so our connection to one another, the reason I move towards you, is because of Christ. Do you see that connection? That, that if, if we are the body of Christ, and he's given us each gifts to be used for one another, the whole purpose for doing that is really to walk in obedience to Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you thought about it that way? So for me not to be using my gift with you and you with me, we're not pleasing the Lord Jesus Christ. See, this is so much more than just coming to church. This is bigger than just, it's Sunday, I need to go to church. I want to challenge us in 2024 to start thinking differently about what it means to gather. Don't think of it as just coming to church. Think of it as this. We are one body in Christ, and he has commissioned us to gather. Jesus has commissioned us. Guys, come together. Amen. Now, guys, start serving, building one another up with the gift it is that I've given to you. Think about it that way. That's so much more than it's just time to come to church. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that you'll hear pastors complain about, if you talk to enough of them, and you've probably heard the statement, how many people are doing the work in the ministry? Have you guys ever heard that? Oh, no? Okay. 90-10 rule, right? 90-10, right? 10% of the people do the work in the ministry, 90% come and sit. If you go to pastors' conferences, read books on leadership, that's everybody's number one complaint. And there's probably some truth to that, right? I don't think our numbers are that bad. <laughs> that's the nice thing about being smaller, right? That's right. Everybody working. <laughs> Right? You can't get lost in the, in the crowd, right? Amen. Amen. But I, I think part of the problem with that mindset 
is because we're really not grasping that the idea of the church, it's not just about coming and being ministered to. It's about coming and using the gift that God has given to you. And when we do that, we actually are doing what? We're being obedient to Christ. We're actually manifesting the love of Christ among us. In just a minute, we're going to see we're actually glorifying God. Amen. You mean by, by coming and gathering and using my gift? Yes. It's so much more than just, it's not just about the gift. It's about why he gave us the gifts to be used for his body. So our connection is based on this. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25. And here we see the writer of Hebrews again encouraging the believers that, that we ought to consider, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Do we consciously think this way? When we come to church, what's the mindset that, that, that you have when you come to church? Like, why are you coming? I mean, think about it. It's so easy just to fall into a routine, right? But, but do we understand why we're even gathering? The writer says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. I want to challenge us in 2024, can this be our motivation for coming? Amen? Amen. When we come and God gives you breath in your body to come to church on a Sunday morning, are you coming as you're driving, all right, Lord, how can I stir up my brothers and sisters? Amen. Amen. How many of us think that way on the way Amen. to church? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> I'm talking to all of us. Or is it just, I try to go to church? Mm. But are we thinking, and notice he says, let us consider. That means to contemplate. Take some thought. Right? How can I stir up my brothers and sisters today? Amen. To love and good works. Think about that. This is in the context of coming together. What if we all start thinking this way every Sunday? Amen. I mean, you would just walk in here with expectation, looking for opportunities, right? And as you begin to interact with one another with this mindset, watch what will start to happen. I truly believe the gifts will start emerging. Because God gave you the gifts to do this very thing. Amen? Amen. In Ephesians, we saw where he talked about why do we have the gifts? That we might edify and build one another up. You have a vital role. I have a vital role. You have a vital role in doing what? 
building each other up. So what if, what if in 2024, no matter how we feel, as we're coming to church, we begin to ask ourselves, consider, contemplate, Lord, by your Holy Spirit, help me to stir up my brothers and sisters this morning. Help me to encourage them this morning. What if you actually ask God to do that in you on the way to hope? You think it's not going to happen? It's going to happen. Amen. Rather than coming with a mindset, all right, all right, made it. All right, good. Let me get in here and sit down. That's a whole different mindset. That's a mindset is I'm here. I want to get what God has for me. And it stops there. And I think that's how a lot of people come to church. But if we come with this expectation, God, I want to encourage my brothers and sisters. And, and notice in verse 25 again, look at the urgency of this. First of all, don't neglect to meet as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. What is he referring to? We believe Christ is coming back, amen? Amen. The world is getting darker and darker and darker. We should not be surprised, Jesus told us. How much more? Do you see how he's tying? You need to be encouraging one another as this day is approaching. Do you see the importance of it? Encouraging one another and all the more, especially because the day is drawing nigh. We need it. We need one another. God's designed it for us to function together as we're living out this Christian life. And one of the practical ways it happens is when we come together, we have this mindset. Amen. Guys, there's so much more than just coming to church. I don't know about you, but when we do not gather, my week is different. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed that. Oh, yeah. That is no coincidence. Mm -hmm. When we don't meet, yep. it's not about, oh, we're just not having church. Oh, okay, no problem. And there's times we just can't, right? Everybody's sick. <laughs> okay. Right? The sprinklers are watering the sanctuary. Okay, we can't have church. But something's different in the days to follow. That's right. Mm -hmm. And you know why it's different? Because God said it is in the gathering that there is my dwelling. Mm -hmm. That he works among us in a special way that doesn't happen when we're not together. That's right. So we miss out on that. Right. And there's times that we're going to be sick, we're not here. I get it. But God's design is still God's design. <laughs> right? And we're still going to miss out on what the purpose of coming together was, was for. We're going to miss out on it. That's right. Yes. And I'm telling you, there, it, that's what started to, that's when my eyes started to open. When I started to realize there is something about gathering with other believers. Amen. As he told us to do in Hebrews. Because when I don't do it, I feel it in a real tangible way. That's right. Yes. My mindset is different that yep. week. That's yep. right. Guys, this is so important. I, I'm praying. Manu and I are praying. We're crying out to God that in 2024, we will 
we will take this to another level here at home. Amen. We're not going to do it perfectly, right? We're human. But if we can at least all have the right mindset on what we're saying here and say, okay, we want this. We, we, we're going to, by everything in us, we're going to come together. Consider how I can stir you up. Consider how I can encourage you. Looking out for my gifted, throwing that in the pot, using that. Right? We all have that attitude. Amen. I believe hope will be a whole different place. In Amen. Amen. And I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking about us. That's yes. right. Amen. Where people will be like, man, what's going on in this place? Because I believe this is how God has designed it. This is what God desires for us. We are needed in one, another, in one another's life for growth. Guys, let me say this again. We are needed in one another's life for spiritual growth. Amen. Please understand this. This is why it's so much more than coming just I gotta come to church. It's bigger than that. It's more than that. One of the things that Satan loves to do is to get a true believer to detach himself from the body. Because even Satan knows that in the gathering, God works. <laughs> God's presence is there. There's encouragement there. Amen. There's strength for the battle Amen. in the gathering. Amen. Amen. So Satan wants to keep you away from the gathering. And when you look at all these scriptures we've been looking at, how many times does he emphasize the one another? We are members individually of one another. When we looked at the whole passage with the metaphor of the body, the hand doesn't say to the eye, I don't need you, right? We need one another. You cannot walk the Christian walk by yourself. It's not designed to work that way. Amen. It will not work that way. Amen. Amen. And that's why a lot of times when people come in for counseling, one of the first questions I ask them, are you connected to a local body? Are you connected to a local body? With the understanding of how the local body should be working. Not just do you go to church somewhere. Are you connected this way? Guys, in 2024, I pray that we will become more connected. That we will begin to demonstrate that which God says we can demonstrate by having this mindset, by using our gift set. We can experience church the way God says it ought to be. Amen? Look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10 to 11. Again, the using of our gifts for the edification of the body, for the growth of the body. As each has received a gift. How many people? Each, every one of us, use it to serve one another. Guys, just, just think about that. 
2024, ask yourself this question. Am I using my gift to serve the local body here at home? It's really simple. <laughs> it's like, there it is. As good stewards or managers of God's very grace, there's a responsibility there. God has given each of us, right, a portion to each of us, a measure of faith, right? He's given each of us a measure of grace to do that which he wants you to do. You say, well, I just can't do it. No, that's not true. Because God said, I've given it to you according to my grace. You can do it. Are you managing it well? And the purpose of it is for what? To serve one another. Notice what he says as he goes on. Whoever speaks, as one who speaks, oracles of God. Whoever serves, as one who serves, by the strength that God supplies. See, this isn't coming from you. God is empowering you to do this. See, he's kind of like removing any excuse. Well, I don't think I have a gift. Nope, to each. Oh. Well, I just don't really have the ability. Nope, as God strengthens. Oh, what's left? Nothing? Get up and use it. <laughs> Notice what he says. In order that, now this is part I, 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 wanna, I want you to focus on. In order that in everything, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Notice everything he said. To each has been given a gift. So use that gift. Manage that gift well. But what's the purpose? What's the end result of that? In order that God may be glorified. Do you see the connection? If I don't use my gift and serve one another, I'm not glorifying God. Oh, that, that puts some weight on this. See, it's more than coming to church, isn't it? <laughs> There's a lot wrapped up in coming together and using the giftedness. Do we see the relationship between using our gifts among one another and God being glorified? Have you ever thought about it that way? We think, oh, I, I want to glorify God through my singing. Yeah, you can glorify God through your singing. Absolutely. I, I want to glorify my God through the way I respond out there on the job. and I want to bring glory to his name. You can do that, and we need to. But do you realize in this context, he's saying that as we serve one another with our gifts, that in doing that, that God may be glorified Amen. through Jesus Christ. Wow. Wow. So to not use my gift, to not love one another, to not provoke one another to good works, is to not glorify God. Mm -hmm. It's not complicated. <laughs> Guys, I hope you've been getting, if anything, just the weight of what it means to be the church of God. It's so much more than just meeting and hearing a sermon. It's so much more than that. Look at all that's wrapped up in the gathering of God. Man, I hope in 2024 that, that we just strive to live this out. Amen. Oh, man. 
By the way, do you see why now it makes total sense why you can't do church on YouTube? watching a service. You can't. It's not the way God designed it. Amen. How do you have the relationship, the connection, the encouraging, the provoking one another, the loving? How do you do that if I'm watching a service on screen? I don't understand it. But it seems I'm coming across more and more people when I say, where do you fellowship? They fellowship on YouTube. I said, that's not church, bro. Well, no, 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 that's, I, I, that's, that's, kind of, that's not church. You can't do any of this. Amen. Amen. Going to Bedside Baptist Church. Can't do it. Folks, I wonder in 2024, could we see hope, us, really begin to do this? And it starts with having the right mindset. It starts with understanding, God, this is how you work. This is how you work. And, and, and regardless of how you feel, don't, don't, don't let the Satan mess with your mind. Regardless how you feel, well, I can't, I can't, no, no, no. This has nothing to do with how you feel. This has to do with how God has designed it. Amen. And if you are a child of God, you're in. <laughs> you're a full member. You're in. You have a gift. You have a mandate. You are needed. Listen, do you believe this? Do you believe this? Do you believe that your presence here at Hope is vital to another person's growth in the Lord? Guys, this is what hit me going through this. My presence here, interacting with this body of Christ, it is vital for your growth in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Yes. Your presence here, your presence, is vital for my growth in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So when we don't gather, when you don't show up, you're affecting my growth in the Lord. Whoa. Are you guys? Amen. Am I off? Is that right? <laughs> Some of y'all looking at me like, what? Yeah, feel the weight of that. That's right. Feel the weight of that. And this is not to be to make us feel bad or condemn us. No, I'm just saying that. Do you understand? This is how God has designed this church. Amen. He said, every one of you, I've designed it. I've designed it in such a way where I'm going to use each and every one of you for each and every one of you's growth. Mm -hmm. right. So if one of us don't show up, we're affecting somebody's growth. Mm -hmm. Guys, this, this, is what, this is what gets me out of the bed. When I don't feel like getting out of the bed, I'll be honest. Because our flesh, our flesh. And it's easy to say, well, it's only it's Sunday. Uh, we call Manny, he got it. Hey, man, look, I'm going to go ahead. I texted you today. I said, I'm coming to the house of the Lord today. Do I feel like being here? No. 
tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Brothers and sisters, do you see how he just connected being here together, getting equipped, growing in Christ, please catch this, results in our spiritual protection. Amen. Do you see that? See, it's so much more than just coming to church. Our spiritual protection, so we're not carried away by every wind of doctrine, Human cunningness, craftiness, deceitful schemes. This is stuff that exists right now in our culture. And what does he say? As we gather together and these teaching gifts are being used, it's to build you up, absolutely, but it's also to protect you. To protect you. So when you go out here, you're not just carried away by the thought, the mindset, the philosophy of the world. Do you see the importance of gathering together? Amen. It's for our spiritual protection. Guys, I, I tell you, I, I see people who are, who are disconnected from the body. And this is so true. They start to buy into the lies of Satan. I'm talking about people who know the Lord Jesus Christ, who are truly saved, but they're not connected to a body. And even if they, they, they go to a church, you do realize you can come to hope but still not be connected, right? When they don't do what we're saying, using their giftedness, there's something lost in their life. And you see them start to just be carried away because they're disconnected from the body. This is real what God is saying. Our gathering together it does affect our spiritual protection. Amen. That's the way God designed it. And it, you can't get around it. I got a text earlier this morning from someone who's a believer, someone that came in for counseling a while ago, and their mother reached out to me this morning. Said, I know it's Sunday morning, and I know you're busy, and I know you're getting ready to church. Could you please call my son? He's in a very bad place. And listen, I'm not trying to be unkind, but I know this kid, well, 20-year-old, professes to know Christ and has nothing to do with the local body. I'm not surprised that he is where he is. He's been carried away by every wind of doctrine and human cunning and the craftiness. Listen, Satan is out there to destroy you. You cannot remove yourself from the protection of God's people. Amen. God designed it this way. I can't live my life apart from you. How does that sit with you? And there's so many people that say, well, you know, I've been hurt in the past, I've been burnt, I've been this. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine, I get it. Yep, yep, get in line. We all have a story. But this is God's design. Amen. 
by my spirit to empower you, to love one another, encourage one another, build you up, keep you on track spiritually, keep you whole. That, that's my design. Oh, hold on, Lord. But yeah, I tried that, and I was kind of hurt with these people. You know, so I just want to come and sit. I don't want to do all that. And he's like, oh, okay, no problem. No, I understand totally. <laughs> it's like, right? I get it. And that's where our flesh kicks in. You gotta deny your flesh and your feelings, and you gotta say, God, this is how you designed it. I want to walk in this truth. Amen. And that's what my prayer is for hope. That Amen. we begin to walk in this truth more and more in 2024. Amen. Detach yourself from the body in a sense, in a in a real sense, you come out from under God's protection. I believe that with all my Amen. heart. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. God takes his body serious. And there are, can I say it this way? There are spiritual benefits to being plugged into the body. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. One of them is protection spiritually. Encouragement. Amen. Love. Yes. Strength in the Lord. The will to go on when you didn't want to. Yes. Amen. Like all that happens within the context of the body. Yes. Amen. Detach yourself from it. Woo. You're on your own. Uh -huh. How are you, how am I affecting the body? By not either being here or being here and not being here. Missing out on this. And we all can do better with this. Amen? Amen. And that's my prayer that all of us in 2024 would take this to heart and say, you know what? Regardless of what's going on in my life, regardless of how I feel, God, I'm going to start taking advantage Amen. of what is available Amen. among the body of Christ. I'm going to stop running when I don't feel right. I'm going to stop just sitting. And it's like, no, all right, I'm in. I'm in. Let's, let's pray together. Let's, hey, let, let, me, let, let me exhort you. Hey, how can I pray for you? Let me encourage you. Yes. I, like, I'm going to start getting serious about the body. Hallelujah. Because this is God's design. Amen. Amen. That's our heartbeat. Amen. And in doing that, hope, church will glorify God. I just, I, I want God to sit back and just smile. Yes. And, and in his glory and all his angels, he said, hey guys, look. Look at hope. That's my church. That's how it's supposed to be. Look at him. Amen. And I believe we have all the scriptures pointing us to what we ought to do. I believe we need to ask God's grace. And he needs a, a mindset and a will in us to say, I want to walk in this truth. Amen. And God will take us to a whole different place Amen. in 2024. Amen. As we do this. Amen. Amen. My God, my Savior, my Lord, I bless your name. Oh God, I thank you for your word. It's so clear. You've laid out why we are even here. 
first and foremost because of Jesus Christ. That we can even call out and say our Father. It's because of Christ. Your grace in our life. But now, Lord, we want to go beyond that. Oh, God, I want whole church to go beyond that in 2024. We want to go beyond just rejoicing in our salvation. But now, God, we want to live it out as the body of Christ in this local gathering the way you desire it. That Christ might be magnified. That you might be glorified as each and one of us is walking in our gift set, encouraging one another, looking for the opportunity to build each other up in the faith. Being empowered by the Holy Spirit. God, that in all of this, that you might be glorified. So God, I pray for all of us, each and every one of us, none of us, God, none of us are doing this to the capacity that you desire. Amen. And so we bow before you and we pray that God, you would first just solidify these truths in our thinking. And God, that you would help us to begin to walk in these truths. Oh God, we want you to be glorified through this local body. We want to grow in our faith and knowledge of Jesus Christ as a direct result of the body of Christ. These individuals here, you have given us to each other. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, may we now walk in this truth. Thank you. So, Lord, thank you. We pray for your blessing on this upcoming year. We pray that whole church will continue to grow for love for one another, for you, and that this body would begin to mature and begin to look more like Jesus Christ in all that we do and say. We need your grace. We need your grace to do it. We're asking for it. And Father, we thank you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Amen.